Cedric Dunson wondered what would happen if he created a cigar logo and began to sell merchandise. Two years and over 12,000 members later, Fat Ash has become the home to cigar lovers from the beginner to the aficionado, and I got a strange feeling he is just beginning. This is JLP number 32 with the creator of the Fat Ash Collection, Mr. Cedric Dunson. Oh, man, I'm doing great now. I'm doing great now. I really, really appreciate you doing this. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. Thank, thank you so much for the invite. Can you uh, can you see and hear me okay? I can see and hear you okay. Nice, Cedric. Nice. You're in you're in uh, Atlanta, right? I am in Atlanta. I am in the, the big ATL. Something something's in the something's in the juice there in Atlanta, man. It's like the last uh, last few years, Atlanta and the whole state of like Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, and Texas mm-hmm. have just been hotbeds for like small business owners. Uh, who've now pretty much put their foot on the gas and said, uh, you know what, it's time for me to just do me, do my thing. And uh, it's got like a reach, like beyond uh, explanation. Yeah, I mean, and it just seems that I think along with that, you have the support of the cigar community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but more importantly, you have different brands and different people that support each other, which is also very important. So right. I think that 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 the support and then also the fact that I can do and I will do those things mm-hmm. kind of help as well. Yeah, that's it, it's it, it's it's an attitude shift. It, it really is. The, the, there's a different attitude to the to the people, especially of Atlanta. There's a different attitude to the people of Atlanta. Who it, it's not a matter of like, can I do something? It's a matter of okay, well, what am I going to do? Because once I decide I'm going to do it, then it's then it's going to be full steam ahead. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing, and, and it kind of speaks to what I said earlier, is the fact that um, it just seems that people want to see other people be successful. Yeah. And in, do- and in doing so, that's where the support comes in. Yeah, so there's we, no animosity. No, it's no, it's no. So we, we sit around and over cigars and, and drinks and, and, and talk about the, the things that we're doing. We talk about different marketing. We talk about mm-hmm. doing. Uh, we do events together, so we collaborate a lot. But all those things show a sense of, of unity. But also, it's a big think tank as well, where you can kind of get together and bounce ideas off of each other. So, ho- so, yeah, so hopefully uh, it'll, it'll contribute to some, some success. I'm curious to know, what uh, like was there a particular cigar for you that started this off? Like, it, it, Can you remember the first stick that you grabbed and said, hmm? Man, it's going to be kind of funny. I started, the the cigar that I really started smoking was the Castle Magna. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The Castle Magna. And it's funny because I really don't hardly see that cigar anywhere anymore. No. Uh, uh, And so I moved from the the Castle Magna. And then uh, it was in, I think when I really, really started to get into cigars, it was when I had the the Flores Las uh, Antilles by, by my father's. And my father's, okay, it okay. Was, it was, uh, I think it was Cigar of the Year 2014. But when I had that one, and, and right before that, I was doing the CEO Brazilian, but that one really just kind of set me off. I was like, I'm really, really into this now. I mean, I uh-huh. really, really love this flavor profile. 
you know, because I, I, I like a nice medium to full stick, um, uh, you know, a little spice, nothing right. that's really overpowering. And, you know, right. that's what you get with the My Father's Line. Yeah, the My Father's Line is awesome. I, yes, I remember uh, me, it started for me when I was in, uh, when I was in the military. I was a I was a young buck in the military, and I was uh, stationed to a support squadron with all the all the pilots. Mm-hmm. And I was a mail clerk, and this was before you know email was was working. And so the one thing they needed to make sure they needed to make sure that their mail was routed properly. So every time they wanted to go on a trip, they would say, "Hey, mail clerk, you want to go to this? You want to go to Hong Kong or Philippines?" <laughs> like, "Yes, sir, I'd love to go." And so I'm sitting around in this room with all these old salts, and they hand me a Hoya de Monterey. Oh wow. Wow, and that was my first start, and that, and I of course I choked. Of course I didn't know what I was doing. Because <laughs> I said that's a that's a really big way to get started, right? That's there. a hard thing. Yeah, I choked. Everybody's laughing their butt off, and then but then it got me curious, and and I thought then I thought that uh, White Owl was the same thing as a uh, Hoya de Monterey. <laughs> so I was my nose, and and one of them caught me, and they and they said, "They like, dude, you're you're smoking paper." He's <laughs> smoking paper. Put it down for a while, but then I, but then I, I left for a while. Came back, and I think Onyx was the first one that got me back into cigars again. Wow, wow! Onyx and, was a brand that got me back. It is, it is your 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 story is 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 uh funny, sort of like mine. I mean, I was out with my brother, and we were playing pool. Okay, and so he pulls out two cigars, and he said, and he said, "Hey, man, you really need to start smoking cigars. You know, it's." It's relaxing and also it's the thing to do. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a great way to network and things like that. And I was like, man, I'm not smoking no cigar. I can't even breathe around smoke. Because at the time, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking that 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 cigarette smoke is like cigar smoke. Uh-huh. Like, did, man, did, I can't, I can't, I can't even breathe around smoke, man. So I said, I'm not. Did you smoke? Did you smoke cigarettes? No, I did not. I did okay. not. I could. I couldn't. I can't hardly breathe around cigarettes. Smoke. Matter of fact, my mom used to smoke cigarettes when I was young. She had to stop because I couldn't. I couldn't breathe around cigarettes. Okay. So he so he cuts the cigar. He said, "Come on, man, you got to do this." And I said, "I said, okay, okay, I'm gonna do it." I said, "Now, now, if I I choke and pass out and die, I'm gonna be mad at you." Yeah, on you. <laughs> it's gonna be all on you. And I mean, I tried it and loved it. And so from there, you know, I started just smoking once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, just for relaxation, but also just trying to figure out something to do. And, and then uh, it just it just took off. I went from there to once every other week, uh, then every weekend. And then next mm-hmm. thing you know, here, here I am uh, 10 years later and I, I smoke every day. How did how did now how did take that take that experience? And how did that become Fat Ash? Because you 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 lead an army of about twelve thousand people. Yes, yes. And yes. and in your Facebook, I'm, and I'm I am a part I am a part of your Facebook group, and it is about as dedicated and as friendly and as uh, um, supportive a group as anything I've ever seen. I did not know that there were so many people, so many women as well. Yes. Who enjoyed smoking cigars? It, I, I got to think. I mean, I hate saying this, but because of COVID, I stopped and took a look and didn't realize number one how many brands of cigars were out there, and how many people were smoking cigars, especially uh, Black Americans. Yes, yes, and and we also have to understand that uh, Black Americans, especially um, Black Americans. 
women are are the fastest growing population of cigar smokers out there right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and it's unfortunate that um, most people feel that women are getting into cigars to meet men, which is mm-hmm. not true. It's it's not true. I mean, there are many uh, sisters of belief, SOTLs, that I know that smoke better than I do. <laughs> and they're more, more knowledgeable than I am. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean, I really, really like that. I mean, because I, I have SOTLs I go through for tips and help and cigar suggestions and things like that. So, uh, and that's one thing that I love about the Fat Ash Group is that we're comprised of about uh, 70% men and 30% women. Okay. Uh, however, you wouldn't know that when you visit the page because we probably have 50% of the men post and 50% of women that post. Yeah. So you would think that it's, it's about equal. But but that's one of the things we want to do with the group. We want it to be a very comfortable environment uh, for people to learn, for people to enjoy, to have fun, to laugh, to share knowledge, to share different cigars, uh, cigar pairings. And that's mm-hmm. really the environment that, that we really wanted to create. So what happened for me was, um my my wife is an IT consultant and okay. and about uh, uh 6 or 7 years ago uh she started traveling on Sunday and she come home on Thursday okay and depending and depending on depending on the assignment sometimes she would leave and she'd be gone for 2 weeks and then come back mm-hmm. on the weekend so so when my old when my youngest son graduated was graduating from high school, she said, well, why don't you just come on the road with me? Because it's really nothing that's, that's keeping that's keeping me there. And then that way you can be on the road with me. And and at the time, uh, I mean, I worked for a copier company at the time. And I said, well, I can still consult with them because I still manage about 75 pounds with them. And, um, and so after he graduated, we decided I was going to go on the road. So in thinking about that, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be consulting, but you know, what really am I going to do? Because it's not like I can go from city to city because sometimes right. she, she's there for 90 days, sometimes six months, sometimes it's three years. But I can't go from place to place and just apply for a job. You know, right. I mean, my, my, my resume would look like it, it got caught, shot at close range with a, with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> also, people start, when you see that, people start asking a lot of questions. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, is is he on the run from the police or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who are you running from? You've had six jobs in two years, bro. <laughs> so who are you running from? <laughs> so, um, so in thinking about that, I I thought of, I thought that I could do something in the cigar community because that's something that I really love, and I had mm-hmm. shared the name with with someone before about doing something with Fat Ash when they were thinking about renaming their cigar lounge, and I thought about it. I said, well, maybe I can do something with Fat Ash. So I sat down with my with my marketing team at the time. Uh, it was the lovers team. I sat down with them and I said, "Hey, I got this idea. I need to come up with a logo, and you know, I want to have a soft launch just to kind of see how people will react to it." So it, it it took about sixty days for us to come up with a logo, and then actually, I think it's January seventeenth. I had my January seventeenth, twenty nineteen. Okay. I had I had my soft launch. Everybody loved the logo, so I said this is what i'm gonna do and so that's when i i got started january 17th and uh the weekend that 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 saturday that saturday and sunday my wife and i mm-hmm. got on the road and 
I went to uh, New Jersey, and and I've been fat ashing ever since. Oh my goodness! And, and did the did the uh, merchandise start first, or did the group start first? Uh, the the merchandise started uh, almost immediately. I started with shirts, uh, sweatshirts, and hoodies because mm-hmm. it was it was a little cool at the time and long sleeve shirts. And so I uh, I started with the merchandise. Just started doing events and exposing people to the brand. Right. And in March, I think it was March seventeenth, twenty nineteen. So it was a couple of months later, I was talking to one of my very good friends, Amanda Boone. And I said, hey, let's start a cigar group. And then she said, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But it's just so many cigar groups out there. I said, well, how can yeah. we do something that's that's different? I mean, how can we do something that, you know, people will really like and want to be a part of? And so we thought we would focus on just cigars and cigar parents. And so we started the group. And it, it, it took off immediately. And, and, um, and I mean, and and one of the biggest things that I attribute the success of the group to is I want it to be very interactive. Right. I want it to I want I want us to talk with each other. I want to share each other experiences. Uh, my admin team they're absolutely amazing um, because that's one thing that we want to do. We always want people to to go a little deeper into their mm-hmm. cigar experience. You know, what are you smoking? Uh, what did you pair it with? I mean, what did you think about it? Give us a review. Right. And I think those things have really uh, attributed to that. And that's why I just wanted something that kind of uh, mimicked my personality. Because I've, I've been known to be very outgoing, very personable. Okay. Um, you know, and that's just the kind of guy that, that I try to be. And so I wanted to have a group that it will do the same thing. So as you said, the group is very personable. It's very engaging. Uh, yeah. it, you know, laughing people encouraging each other i mean i had a birthday uh post where you know people wish everybody happy birthday on, on their special day so it's th- things like that that i attribute to the success of the group yeah that's fantastic did, did it did it grow i mean i mean you're at twelve thousand people now mm-hmm. is that something that's like beyond the number that you even thought was going to be a part of uh part of, part of the group <laughs> i'm gonna tell you i thought <laughs> I thought I was doing something. We hit a thousand. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> that's it. Shut it down." <laughs> we hit a thousand. Oh my goodness! I said we have reached the pinnacle, and then it just kept going. It kept going. It kept going. And then once COVID hit, mm-hmm. um, right around March, when it was when it was really when we got into shutdown and things mm-hmm. like that. From that time until present, we average at about a thousand members a month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, we average a minimum of um of about twenty five members a day, adding twenty five members a day. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, COVID put people in a different frame and it and it you know, people started looking at stuff and looking at stuff differently. And that you know, like for me, I didn't realize how many Cigar smokers were out there, and and different level. And one of the things I love about the, the we talk about the cigar community all the time, but it's it's really no other word for it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 so like it's so judgment free. It is like you know, th- there's the guy that has his humidor with you know he's got a thousand sticks from whatever to whatever whatever, 
And there's somebody who's, you know, they said, oh, yeah, look, I keep about five or six sticks in a plastic bag mm -hmm. and, then I'm, mm -hmm. and I'm ready to roll. And all mm -hmm. of those people are interacting and there's no judgment whatsoever between mm -hmm. them. I mean, every once in a while, you know, when you go to lounge, there's, there's somebody who, who knows everything and, and mm -hmm. you know, there's that person. But for the most part, it's just so comforting. It's, it's, it's so comforting. It's just so relaxing. So giving. Everybody gives. You know, people ask advice. Hey, how do I handle this? I'm, you know, where can I find this cigar? Oh, you can find it at this spot over here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the other thing that um, that people do that I really like a lot in the community is that if I have a cigar on my humidor and someone will say, well, what's that? I say, well, it's a it's a K by Karen. Have you ever had it? And then I'd be like, no. And then, well, here, you have it. Try it. You know, and let me know what you think. I mean, so mm -hmm. people, people share cigars as well because they want people to help further their cigar experience right. and also their cigar knowledge. So I really like that too. And and you're right. It is pretty uh, judgment-free. Um, <clears throat> I think the only the, the only time I see judgment from time to time is uh, um, with sometimes with people smoking flavored or infused cigars. Mm, yeah. Uh, we see that. But the thing, but the thing that we always say in the group is that you smoke what you love and you love what you smoke. Do your thing, man. That's it. Do you? That's it. That's it. Do it. Whatever you, whatever you love to smoke, that's what you love to smoke. And and you know, but also because I used to be one of those people too. Not that I was judgment, not that mm -hmm. I was judgment, but I didn't necessarily care for flavored or infused cigars. And and one time my my humidor was about empty. It was in the morning. I was having coffee. I looked at my wife's humidor and she had a tobacco. So she wasn't in the lounge with me, so I said, I'm going to smoke. <laughs> I'm going to jack my wife's cigar. <laughs> I'm going to jack her cigar. <laughs> so I smoked it with my coffee, and I loved it. And I was like, oh, my good, this is amazing. You know, so, pairing it with, with, with coffee. And uh, as a matter of fact, that's something that I do now pretty often is have yeah. a tobacco and coffee. I mean, because it is a great pairing. I, but those yeah, are things. I'm not a big infused person myself, but I, I pretty much the same thing. I had a uh, I had a Drew Estate, and I had it uh, in the morning with a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh my God, this is like this is a new thing now. This is mm -hmm. a new thing: a mildly infused cigar and a nice cup of black coffee." That's like that's it. Yeah, Check I mean, I, I, had, I had the leather rolls and and and, and enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but there are some good quality. Um, infused cigars out there. It's, but that's one of the things that, that we have to do is that we have to expand our, our palate as well as expand right. our experience uh, because those are things that just create more knowledge for us as well. So, yeah, nothing. It's worth giving it a try. What in, in the, in the, what is, um, <clears throat> what are the cigar lounges like now in Atlanta? Like, are they, are, are they full or are, are people still going? I'm not, I don't know what the laws are in Atlanta as far as like how you can uh, how you can move around. Uh, the lounges here are, are open uh, for the most part. Uh, they do practice social distancing, mm -hmm. um, so they'll have it where unless you're with a group of folks, your own group, you know, they have you sitting spaced out. Right. Um, they also um, some check temperatures before you go in. Oh, okay. Which is, which, which, which is comforting. But um, but the lounges are, the lounges are open and they're not packed. 
okay, you know, some people are still being COVID cautious. Right. But but you know, they, they are open which is which is good because people do need that outlet from time too. But as long as Absolutely. they're out and, and, and you know, they're being safe, the lounges, they're wiping down at the end of the day, wiping mm-hmm. down before they start and things like that. So they're doing things all also to be COVID cautious. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. I live, I live, I live in New York. I live, but I live out in Long Island. So our our lounges, our lounges are open. Oh, Matadors. Um, yeah, you know Matador. Yeah, no Matador. Matador is a nice spot, man. Yeah, man. I used to, I used to, <laughs> I used to live after we left New Jersey. Uh huh. After we left New Jersey, we went to North Carolina, and okay. then, we, then we went to New York for a month. Okay. So, so I was there. I mean. Harris Habana Hut is one of my one of my favorite places. Yes, uh, uh, I mean I love Harris. Matter of fact, in my newsletter, I just featured Harry in my January Fedash newsletter. Okay, uh, but yeah, I used to go to Matadors a lot. I went to uh, uh, Casa de Monte Cristo. Uh, okay, I'm not familiar with that. that. Is that in Manhattan? That's in Manhattan. That's the one. Okay, in okay. Went there, and there was another place that I went to where they had a little downstairs. I uh, can't remember the name of that one, but it wasn't too far from Queens. I went there, so I went to. I got to. I got to go to a few spots while I was there. There's a, I there's a few nice. There's a few nice spots. If you ever get back to New York, and you should uh, head to Martinez Cigars. I heard. I heard. It, it is just a beautiful. It's not. It's not a lounge. It's not a lounge. All it is is just. It's them making. It's. It's their production line. It's them making cigars. And you can come in, you can smoke a cigar, you talk with the owners, you talk with them. If you, you know, if you bring a bottle, they'd love for you to share. And and uh, and you can be there all night, <laughs> all wow. night smoking from the wow. time that they wow. open to the time they close. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard that was the only stipulation when you went there. You just had to buy their cigar while you were there. Yes. Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, but it's, I, it, that was one that I... It's a beautiful I was spot. Just that and was, what did I dig it to? Mm-hmm. And another spot that I go to is a uh, Habana Hut Station out in Limbrooks, a little bit further. I I've been there. The one underneath the train. Yeah, I've been there too. Oh, that's my spot. Too. I think that's my favorite spot. Yeah, yeah. I wish when we went, uh, they had some seating outside for us, but they didn't. So okay, uh, my wife and I we went there because uh, we only stayed there for about a month. So once she okay. had noticed that we we were gonna be we were gonna be leaving there going to Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So once we got noticed, I mean, for a week I just tried to hit every cigar lounge I could, and then that was uh-huh. the one so that went. Do you find is there a particular area? I mean, I know you. I'm, I'm sure you you love uh, the Atlanta area, but is there is a particular area that uh, that you're a little bit fond of more than others. Oh uh, well, well I live out in. Um, I live out by by the airport. Okay. So that's basically where where I reside a lot. But I I, I spend a lot of time on the east side of Atlanta too, because that's where I used to live. So there are a lot okay. of lounges on on that side of town. Um, you know, Leaf Life Lounge and uh, uh, Casa de Cigars, mm-hmm. uh, Life Life and Times, Robustos. So there are a lot of lounges on that side of town that I just freaking because I I have a, have a lot of friends on that side of the city. But okay. one thing about it, one thing about Atlanta that I that I love is that there there's a lounge for your your personality or what you feel for that night. You know, if you want to go somewhere and listen to some music, 
there's a lounge for that. If you, mm-hmm. if you just want to go to to a lounge and it, it it's just like your uh, man cave, there's a lounge for uh-huh. that. You you want to go somewhere and watch the game and smoke, there's a lounge for that. So there's something to fit whatever your lifestyle is or whatever mood you're in at that particular time. We're trying to convince. We got I got a friend of mine who owns a who owns a bar. It's out by a, by a train station out here, and he's got this he's got this room in the back that he says he doesn't know what to do with. And I said, Well, I got a good idea of what you can do with that room. So you could have a little selection there, put up a couple couches, and that could be a little you know you could be a little lounge area. That could be your lounge. It could be a lounge. You know, you could do the you could do the proprietary thing. You know, you gotta buy you gotta buy the house cigar or whatever, but. I mean, you just gave him a great idea. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I hope he does take me up on it and give me a cut, of course. Of that's going to be the so, case. Of course. Even, even if it's just a small cut, just a cut. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I'm also I'm also surprised by how many, like how many small boutique run uh, cigars are. Like I don't have, you know, when I first started, I was getting them, you know, I was getting them through the the big. Uh, the big distributors, the the, the CIs, and, and and what have you, and no shade to them. I mean, that's 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 their business. But then when you came to come to realize that there's so many small ones, like you know, like uh, like Carolina Blue. I think one of my favorites is. Um, uh, have you heard of Drunk Chicken Cigars? Yes, I've had and I've had it. And I've had yeah. very very nice cigar. A very good cigar. Desiree Silver. She's a trip. She she said that she has when she was smoking. She had a spreadsheet of what she was smoking, what the wrapper was, what the filler was, what the binder was, what the size was, and how it made her feel. Oh, that's so before awesome. she started her line, she had this like four-page spreadsheet of what she wanted. And then when she met a, um, then she met a uh, uh, manufacturer when she was uh, visiting down in Florida, and that's how Drunk Chicken started. That is awesome. That is awesome. That I is need to awesome. get in touch with her too. Yeah. yeah, she's 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 now. I think she's going all over now and just putting. She's she's able, she's been able to get uh, get her cigars into like different shops and different stores in different parts of the country. So she's like, she, you know, she's she's putting a foot on the gas and just. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna reach out to her for for a little collaboration yeah. opportunity. But uh, but yeah, her she's doing a very good job. But then you also have you have Empress Cut. Yes. Uh, just like you say, you have Carolina Blue, you have Soul Brothers Cigars, uh, you have Ancestry. I mean, there, there, there are a ton of cigar yeah. lines out there. As a matter of fact, uh, I've been working on a on a short run for my for myself. Um, okay. Just something else to add to my something else to, add to my product line because I want to have a, a, a full product line. You know, because <laughs> not only do I carry you know shirts and things like that, but I also carry Travel mugs, ashtrays, nice. hats, polo shirts, golf towels. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I carry a, a wide range of products, so I thought the cigar would be something else. That, that was going to be that was going to be my next question. Do you know? Do, do you know what you want? Is it going to be? Is it going to be uh, on the uh, the, the uh, medium to full range or what? Uh, I want it to be a, a medium uh, stick, and the reason why I wanted to do something medium. Is because I, I I smoke a lot in the morning, mm-hmm. and and some advice I got from Doctor Oscar DTO, uh, he said that 
uh, cigar smokers that smoke a lot and smoke a long time, they smoke their Connecticut's in the morning. They smoke mm-hmm. their mediums, you know, your Corojos, your Habanos in the afternoon, and then you smoke your full bodies at night. So yeah. that's why I wanted to have a, a nice medium stick that I could smoke in the morning with coffee or to be a good anytime cigar. It would also be a very good transition cigar for, for those who smoke uh, flavored or infused cigars. Yeah. Um, so that's so I think I'm going after the, 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 the medium. Nice. How, how, how far down the road are you? I mean, do you have you have you talked with manufacturers or? Uh, we're in production right now. Ooh, OK, <laughs> nice. And, okay. And yeah, we're in, yeah, we're in, yeah, we're in production right now. So hopefully by the end of the month, uh, no later than the end of February, hopefully I'll be able to have something. Uh, to give to the public. Oh man, that's gonna be something. Well, you got twelve thousand people ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, and 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 have that, and which is great. And then also, you know, I've met, I, I've made a lot of relationships with uh, shop owners as I've traveled mm-hmm. up and down the Eastern Seaboard. So I, I mean, it, it it it's it's very exciting of of the potential. So it's just a matter of. Just getting it out there, then hopefully right. they'll they'll like what I have to offer, and and it'll, and it'll be a good product. Right, right. When you when you're puffing on your cigar, I know you said in the morning you like it with your coffee. What what are you uh, what are you pairing it with now? Because I see that uh, I see that rocks glass you have. So let me tell you. Um, let me, <laughs> oh, let, yes. Let let me let me give you a little insight, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Let me tell you. There's this coffee. That's made by Eight O'clock Coffee. Okay. It's called e- it's called EOC. It is a maple bourbon coffee. And no. when I tell you, it is the best coffee in the I'm world to have with a cigar. Man, I, I'm writing it down. Eight O'clock it, Coffee EOC. It, well, it's EOC, which stands for Eight O'clock Coffee. Okay. Uh, but it's maple 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 bourbon coffee. Maple bourbon. And okay. The thing I, and and the thing I love about it is that you can drink it black. You can drink it with a little cream. Uh-huh. You can drink it with coffee. I mean, you can drink it with a little cream and a little sugar. I mean, you can drink it however. But I mean, when I tell you it is great with a cigar, oh my goodness. That's and an then the thing I did over the hol and the thing I did over the holidays. Okay. My young son, uh. For, my, for Christmas, he bought me a, a bottle of Knob Creek Smoked Maple. Ooh, okay. Not, not, and so I put the smoked maple in the <laughs> into coffee? the maple bourbon coffee. <laughs> so you OD'd on maple. <laughs> Man, when I tell you, I was like, out here on earth. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best right there. When I tell you, I was heaven right here on earth. That that is just a great coffee. It was a great pairing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I uh, I I had it with I had it with the the, the K by Karen, the Connecticut. It was excellent. I had it with Emperor's Cut, um, their Jazz series. It was excellent. I had it with the Tabak. It was excellent. I mean, I've just tried it with with, with many different cigars. I had it with 
uh-huh. the the, uh, the Connecticut GTO, excellent. I mean, so it is a great coffee with cigars. Okay, yeah, okay. Eight o'clock coffee. I wrote it down. Did I get it right? Eight o'clock coffee, yeah. maple bur- maple bourbon coffee. You got it. Okay, eight o'clock coffee, maple bourbon. Put it on the list right now. Do you w- w- when you travel? Do you travel with your cigars? Uh yes, yes. I mean, I. I always uh, have some cigars I take with me. Just never know where I'm going to end up uh, or where I'm going to yeah. be able to smoke. I mean, if I'm at a hotel, I can smoke outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some there or not knowing the lounge situation where, where I'm smoking. But, of course, I try to do some things, research in advance. I mean, of course, if I know I'm going to Charlotte, I know places I can smoke in Charlotte. But, for mm-hmm. example, my son goes to uh, Rose Holman. Institute of Technology in Terre Haute, Indiana. Okay. So in Terre Haute, they don't have any. They don't have any cigar lounges there. Really? So none in so all Terre Haute. Always take. I have to all. None in Terre Haute. That must so have I have been to always take my cigars there. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I never forget the first time I was there. <laughs> I never forget the first time I was there. And so, you know, we got him all checked in and everything, and then I said, "Okay, well, let me find a cigar lounge to go to." So I started looking, and there was no place. So I said, um, we're going to have to go to Indianapolis tonight. <laughs> oh, so man. I didn't have any cigars at the time. I said, I'm not going to be in this place if I can't have this cigar. I, I can't how, so we how, far, how far is Indianapolis from, uh, how far Indianapolis from your son's spot? It's an hour drive. Okay. It's an hour drive. So we will go to, we will stay in Indianapolis. Then we'll drive back to Terre Haute the next day. Uh-huh. <laughs> they got they got good lounges in Indianapolis? Yes, they do. They do. They do. They do. They have, they have a few nice lounges in Indianapolis. Um, they have one that's called, uh, that I just went for the last time about a couple months ago. It's called, just I just forgot the name, but you walk in. I mean, it's just really, really nice on the inside. But they, mm-hmm. but they have a, they, I mean, they have a, um, they have a Davidoff Lounge there. Okay. And they also and and Rocky Patel has a lounge there also. Okay. Uh, they have a, uh, they have a Burns, but uh, it's called Blanton or something like that. It was really, really nice. But they have uh, seven or eight. Nice little lounges around nice the city. Lounges. Okay. So it's always there. So when you visit your son, you're stopping off at Indianapolis first. I'm, I'm staying in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless I have cigars. <laughs> if I have cigars, I'll stay in Indianapolis. No. If I don't have cigars, oh. I'll stay in Indianapolis. <laughs> you, got, you, are, um, you, you are a sports fan, Cedric? Yes, indeed. Football? Yes, indeed. What's wrong with the Falcons? Uh, um, I'm, I've been here in Atlanta for about 23 years and I've been a Falcons fan since I've been here, but I think I'm going to break up with them. They're going to break up? Wow. The Falcons will, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we're getting ready to break up. I was born in Buffalo, New York. So okay. I think I'm just going to go ahead and ride with my Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I used to trip Buffalo Bill. back in the days when they had when they had OJ Simpson and then yeah. when they had Jim Kelly and mm-hmm. things like that. But you know, when you 
when you're in home, when you're wrong, you do as the Romans do. So I've been a, a Falcons fan, but I'm breaking. Yeah, Falcons fan. So you're gonna put the blue, you're gonna put the blue fat ass shirt on. Uh, yes, sir, indeed. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until the season's over so people don't think I'm a bandwagon jumper. I got I'll you. Just start fresh next year. I got you. I got you. I said it's gonna be hard to yeah, be a so Falcons I'm, fan. So, it's so, gonna be hard to be a Falcons fan. Because it's just like I mean I can't talk. I'm a Jets fan, so I'm like I'll, I'll take all the jokes. I get it, but <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't do too much talking. So I, Matter of fact, when when uh, we lived in New Jersey, I lived uh, walking distance from the Jets practice facility. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. I could I could walk. Matter of fact, I could stand up and look out the window and see it. I, I lived that far from That's dope. that practice facility. That's dope. You know, you got a bunch of cigar smokers over there. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I used to I used to go over to uh, Whiffany. Um. It was a JR at the time, and they just recently changed to a Monte Cristo lamp. So I used to go there. Okay. Whipping in Jersey. That's right. Yeah. All right. And the, and the beautiful thing that I loved about that spot is that with with every entree that you order, they will give you a cigar. With every entree? They'll give you a cigar. So four, so three people there, each we ordering an entree, you, you, you're going to have three cigars on the table as well. You're gonna have three cigars on the table. Oh man, that's such a big. You know, one of the things that 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 bothers me is that some people try to equate uh, cigars with cigarettes and almost treat them like they're the same thing. And uh, that's so. It's it's cigars have three ingredients in them: tobacco, 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 and that's it. <laughs> And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> it's just it's just wrapped differently. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just wrapped differently. That's all it is. And they try I mean, I know out here in, in New York they've they've made these laws where now it it um like they're trying to tax them more and stuff, and so it's actually hurting some of the brick and mortars because now uh, uh, an eight dollar cigar is now fourteen bucks. That's yeah. almost like California. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to think what's going on in California. <clears throat> California is about to fall off the face of the about to fall off the face of the earth. Doing the people wrong. I lost your volume. Well, there we go. Can you hear me now? There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I know some people in California who are like they're ready to leave. And they're like, this is they're like, I'm done. I'm done with this. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the same thing for people in New York, so I get it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a mass exodus. And then there's nobody, uh, you know, the governor is talking about, well, you know, they're leaving because of uh, they want to go to warm weather places. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, they're leaving because you're taxing the crap out of them. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's how to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to run. One of the things I noticed about here in New York, um, because of COVID, you get into what all uh, – how many online businesses you find, like people who are selling coffee, people who are selling cigars, people are selling shirts and, and stuff like that. So few of them are coming out of New York. Wow, I never did. You just you just don't see that many of them. You just don't see that many of, of small online businesses. 
in New York. And somebody was telling me, he says that it's, you know, this is a state where it seems like the state wants their money first. Wow. And then whatever's left over, you can go ahead and run your business. Wow. And, 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 and that's just like I noticed um, in New York and New Jersey that there's not a lot of lounges with uh, liquor license. Yeah. For that they do that on purpose. Probably for that particular reason. They do that on purpose. It actually <clears throat> helped them uh, during COVID because if you had a liquor license, you had to close at a certain time. Wow. So the lounges actually stayed open. The lounges stayed open to like midnight and stuff. And so they were actually to have customers in. Now, of course, people would come in. They would they would you know bring what they're drinking. But since they didn't have a liquor license, they didn't uh, they didn't have to close at a certain time. Wow, wow, wow! That's very interesting. Yeah, because I was one. I was wondering, you know, about when I went places in New York and also in New Jersey. I was like, you know, because I went the railroad and. New Jersey, high, um, high-end cigars, mm-hmm. uh, cave cigars, and okay, and and they they all will be wild be, and they'll they'll charge a, either a setup fee or a glass fee or something like that, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, none of these places have liquor license. Yeah, they treat you they they treat you differently if you have if you have a liquor license. Wow, and I think you also have to. Uh, like if you have a liquor license, then I think you also have to um, like there's something like with the Department of Health you have to do and, and something like that. It, beca- it becomes a big headache. So a lot of them decided that they're not going to they're not going to have liquor licenses. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And Georgia, you got that thing. I think you do that freedom thing a little bit better than we do here in, uh, in New York. Yeah, I mean, because here it's 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 very few lounges that don't have liquor license. Oh, that okay. It's just the opposite. It's, it's just it's just the opposite. Um, you know, you have a handful, um, but a lot of them do have liquor licenses, which which is cool. And then it's also good if they have liquor license and and sell food because mm-hmm. I, I know our fellowship, which is Cam Newton's, this the spider Cam Newton owns. Okay. Uh, yeah, he has a very nice menu. Uh, the food is excellent. Uh, humidor is nice. Very nice atmosphere. So it's a, it's really a very nice place to go, have dinner, and then have a cigar. And then have drink, a cigar. And then and then go home. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's just that spot. Yeah. It it is, and 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 I think you've. Uh... I don't know. I, I think you've kind of harnessed it, man. You 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 you've sort of taken that. You've taken that beautiful personality and you, you've put it into uh, into fat ash. And now your name is kind of like synonymous with sort of like smooth cigar smokers. And, and <laughs> it's just it's just easy. It's just you know, hey, relax, relax. Be a part of the fat ash crew. Don't worry about it. You're gonna be fine. Smoke a cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then also, you know, with fat ash, of course. You got to be able to have a fat ash. I mean, you know, and that's one of the things that as you saw in the group. (laughs) Show us your ass. I think yeah, I think the group like one of the days is okay. Show us your ass. Let's go. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So we so we do. We have a a fat ash contest uh, in the group every week, Mm -hmm. and and which the brother of the leaf and the sister of the leaf that gets the most votes are entered into a drawing for uh, an ash king or ash queen shirt at the end of the month. So, so we have our um, uh, eight winners, 
every month, and then they go into a drawing for uh, Ash Queen, the Ash King shirt. So they, they really love it. I mean, the participation is great. Uh, it's just good to see. It, it's always interesting to see how people are able to yeah. hold hold a really nice ash with a cigar. Hold that ash, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, I, I, I tell you, I haven't given my ash much thought until I joined the fat ass group. Because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel pressure. I'm like, I feel pressure just to keep that thing going. Man, that's a lot of pressure. Then not only that, but I, I can't begin to tell you how many shirts I have holes in. I know. Pants <laughs> exactly. I have a pair of gray sweatpants. That I can only wear around the house because they have so many uh, holes and stains, and I put them on one day. And, and my wife was like, "Are you gonna wear those outside?" I was like, "Why? Well, what's wrong?" With she said, "Look at all the stains and holes." Oh man! So those are my smoking pants. You know, like people have smoking. Gotcha. Pants. Yeah, Get I have you smoking, smoking pants. pants. Exactly. I have smoking pants. I have smoking pants. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> oh man! Hey Cedric, I'm gonna let you go, man. I really, really appreciate you taking time out. And, uh, and talking to me about the, talking to us about Fat Ash. Um, I love the community that you started. I love the group. Thank you. Uh, brother, please keep it going. I can't wait for that release. I don't know if I should keep that a secret. Can't, that release of that, uh, that Fat Ash cigar you got coming out. Well, it's definitely coming. So it's not a secret. It's definitely coming. It's just a matter of how soon. I appreciate it, my man. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your night, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Let's be in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Peace. Thank you. All right. Don't come much smoother than you, Cedric. Great way to start off 2021. If you love cigars, head on over to fatashcollection.com for some great merch. And definitely find that Fat Ash page, uh, Fat Ash Facebook group. Become part of the No Judgment Cigar community. And we're looking forward to that cigar, Cedric. We'll do our part to help keep it going. You know, anchor.fm slash John's Lonely slash support for as little as 99 cents a month. You can help me keep John's Lonely Podcast going. 2021 started off real nice. And as we roll into the new year, let us say peace. Peace.